0: With the boss of the business The What The Heck Show On UnionPowerRadio.com
1: The What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio
2: Yes sir, with your host Tony Rosario And the big bad wolf, Hector Fortis from Brush Avenue oh. How y'all doing today? Feliz Navidad It is the week before Christmas and everybody's excited and having a good time And today is December 20th And sunday of course and our
1: last show for the year last show for the year hector last show for the
2: year that's right so welcome all teamsters or local 804 and teamsters listening across the country we appreciate you guys listening all year round uh it's been a long and tough year for a lot of us especially with this covid coming again our hearts and thoughts and prayers are with all the families affected by this pandemic and um you know it's it's just been a tough time for a lot of people but we are pushing through as a people we are pushing through as a as a united people and i think that um i think that things are going to change i feel like from this point on it's just going to get better i mean i know that the pandemic is still happening i know that the numbers are on the rise but you know there's news of this vaccine so hopefully you know this vaccine that uh, thousands and thousands of upss are out there delivering to the places that they need to be Um, who knows? Maybe we'll have, uh, we'll have some, uh,
1: closure soon on this. This whole thing will be over. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to let everyone take it and see the reactions (laughs) to it and see if anybody grows a different ear in front of their forehead or another eye in the back of their forehead with this, uh, vaccine. Once all the, everybody (laughs) (laughs) tested it out
2: and everybody Uh, still has five fingers and five
1: toes. And then I will (laughs) think about it. Yeah. (laughs) Think about it. But meanwhile, I'm still using the mask. and I'm still doing social distance. Absolutely, and uh, I'm wiping my. I'm doing my hands like you're supposed to. You know, you wear the. Um, That's right. Wear the gloves, or you got uh, bacteria. Well, the gel? What's it called? Antibacterial Ant- soap. Antibacterial gel. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: hand sanitizer. All that stuff.
1: Yeah. Even I think even with the vaccine, I still will do the same protocol as far as wearing my mask and and, you know social distance and not hanging out at bars and whatever the case may be I think I still do the same but that's the new norm now that is the new norm and the funny thing is because I used to live in Flushing you know and everyone used to wear masks in Flushing oh you have a lot of Asian people there yeah so I I used to say why are they wearing masks why Uh are they wearing masks (laughs) and now I can now I know why so (laughs) yeah that's right. I
2: remember you were in a very right Asian back, neighborhood,
1: right? Way back. Yeah, yeah like yeah. a couple couple of years ago that, you know, they wear masks all the time, 24. I mean, all year round. So I was always saying, why are they wear masks? Why they're masks? But now I know. Well, it's- let's
2: talk about a really happy story that happened, uh, Hector, in Chesterfield, County, Virginia, in a neighborhood called Halsley. There was a driver by the name of anthony gaskin where all the the neighbors and the people in the neighborhood got together and they set up cars on a block they had all the people holding up signs and thanking this man for, for the way you know he delivers and takes care of the neighborhood and everything he's done for the neighborhood and they were all standing out there with signs i mean it was huge the guy drove up around that corner and he saw all those people and he was overwhelmed he was crying
1: it was a p- PS driver? yeah oh, yeah it was really big <laughs> Yeah, I think it happened. It happened also to someone in Suffolk County, also. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, that one was uh, that was out uh, way, you know, way during the the beginning of the pandemic pandemic when he uh, all the neighbors and all his the neighborhood that he delivers to all got together. And when he approached that, that block, they gave him flowers and whatever. But you know, those are two cases out of the whole you know we we are out there man and i think those i think those vaccine shots should be given to the essential work our brothers and sisters out there mm-hmm. because they out there you know and surprisingly i mean now i don't know lately it's been a lot of people catching it you know and you know what it is is this, these fucking helpers bro <laughs> these fucking don't if you don't want a helper, and do you don't want to jeopardize your family you have the right to say no to a helper this is crazy because a lot of drivers that I deal with are catching this COVID through these helpers, through these helpers, because they were perfectly fine from March to now. And now all of a sudden I'm, I'm getting, uh, this one got it, this one got it, this one got it. And it's like, what the fuck are they getting it from? And I the only thing I could explain is fucking those helpers that are outside, not being screened, nothing. Uh, that's what I feel you know yeah. if you i mean i the smart drivers
2: are the smart drivers that are. i would say no if you've seen it out there heck the, the smart drivers are the women that are out there working with their daughters the fathers working with their sons there's a, a, a guy in my building working with his grandson you know that's his grandson is old enough to to help and, no. and you know you want to no. go out there no
1: no no
2: <laughs> i mean i know no. a lot of drivers feel oh, no. they don't want to
1: no I refu- no, that's right. You hear what he says? No, uh, fuck. No, I refuse. Hell fucking no. If I was still a driver, that would be my shit. No, I'm not taking a helper out. I don't know who the fuck he is. I don't I don't give a fuck
2: uh and unless you know he's a family member and someone you know that's what they've been pushing hard they've been trying to get guys to go out with their family members there was a wife and
1: husband my son to do this job
2: (laughs) (laughs) that shit is a fucking joke
1: i had my brother
2: as a helper last season and that was fun he got to see a little bit of my side of life and how it was i'm sorry no over two almost well how long have i been inside now about Mm -hmm. a year yeah no almost two years years, since you guys been in office yeah so uh around that time, I remember having my brother out there with me, and he got to see the other side of life and I see that there are some husbands working with their wives, and, like I said, mothers and daughters, fathers and sons, which is cool. but when you're working with somebody and and this is what like what you're saying is is what's bothering me is that there's a lot of when they're hiring people off the street to do this job, you don't know what they're doing, and as you see when you're out there, there's people that aren't practicing social distancing there there' are people out there not wearing their mask. I'm working at the customer counter sometimes, and people are walking in without a mask, and we have to let them know we cannot service you unless you go put on a mask. And, you know, if you do not have one, we will provide one. So, you know, it's just like, you know, just put on your mask. Where you're going nowadays, you're going to go to the store, put your mask on.
1: And not only that, now... You know, in certain buildings that I went to, it says in the front, as soon as you walk into security, you must wear a mask inside this building. Mandatory, yeah. It's mandatory to be in there because you, A, you're protecting yourself from getting the virus and you're protecting others from getting the virus from you. If you have it, you don't know. But anyway, I go into these buildings and the supervisors are fucking not wearing masks and this is the same shit that I'm going through every goddamn day. Now, I'm a BA. I go there. I can't go to a member and say, you need to wear a fucking neck. You know, that's not my job. My job is to make sure they're protected and make sure that they no one violates their contract and violates their rights. These supervisors, and, and I can't blame the members because of the fact is that if they see a supervisor not wearing it, what makes you think they're gonna wear it? So you have to set a set in a sample by wearing your mask so then they can wear their mask. And it pisses me off that I gotta go into these buildings and the not wearing masks, and everybody's like free, free hard. and Now, now I, I'm at risk, you know. Yeah. And I do call those management guys and tell them, "Yo, what the fuck? Why are your fucking management people not wearing masks?" Yeah. So it, you know, you you gotta wear your mask when you're inside these buildings. You're in a close environment. You don't know if it's who has it. We don't know who has it. This is this is crazy. So wear your mask when you're inside the building. You, if you can't, they're going to send, they already told me, they're going to start sending guys home if you refuse to wear a mask inside that building. And what are we going to do about that? Well, there's not much. I want to give a
2: big shout out to Dean Dawson and Wayne Ponsky on the Gemini and Total show. Yeah, I show. got jealous
1: last week when you got on. So Well, you got
2: on too. I got on
1: afterwards. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you I, to- I'm sure he didn't want me to get on, but then I had to bite my tongue also.
2: <laughs> Why? Cuz you don't want think, to
1: curse. Yeah, cuz he didn't he didn't want nobody casting on uh, innocent i
2: thought he had a great show last that's a week. that's
1: a 13 and under show <laughs> No, it's not a rated r or a rated x <laughs> no
2: it's a pg-13 yeah PG-13. but uh
1: yeah a lot of people got on the show bobby you bobby uh, myself and mm. uh um hooker uh,
2: that's right to Richard replace Huckaway. one guy
1: four guys to replace one guy
2: well, no, it was just, you know... And by the way, I don't
1: like to be on, on the bottom. Next time, uh, Dean, Dean, make make sure I'm at the top, okay?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a great show, and he was trying to put people on that he felt helped him in his endeavor, you know, deciding to do what he's doing with Wayne Ponsky. Uh, he's saying that the Gemini and Tow Truck was inspired by guys like us, me, you... Uh um Richard Hooker when Richard Hooker used to he do didn't the radio show. So, yeah, he
1: did. Man. He said he was inspired by Bobby.
2: No, he was he said he was inspired by all of us. That's the reason he wanted us all on the show. Uh, but for any
1: feeder drivers that are on this show, you should listen to that show because they got more a lot of feeder work uh stuff that goes on in feed feeder world. You know, that's a different world, man, than Package. Feeder is different than Package. That's right. That's
2: right. So, feeder is uh, a whole different world. I mean, there was feeder drivers shut down. They couldn't go across the bridge recently. The wind, when the wind is that bad, I mean, and you're driving around an empty, what they call an empty um, trailer. Those things can get really dangerous, especially on a really windy day in a bad weather. Uh, By the way, uh, today's
1: show was canceled uh, by Lindsay Dorling. What's her name? Well, our show wasn't canceled. Our show wasn't canceled, <laughs> but she canceled out on right. us. Uh, that's She's from the odd slate. She's running for uh, West Vice President or whatever the case may be, but we ain't never going to ask that because she canceled on the show. Uh, no no reason why she canceled. I got a text from, I guess, the campaign manager, Brian, and saying that uh, she's not available to do the show today. And, you know, Mike, you know how I am. Why? And no response. But anyway, we'll probably get her for a later show here on the What The Heck Show here on Union Power Radio. Why are people afraid to come to the What The Heck Show?
2: Ah, I don't think she was scared. Maybe something Mm. came up. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt, I don't think
1: she was scared. I just don't. I think we've been very. No one ever canceled to come on after they've booked you, after you're already booked. You know, this is not a paid uh, advertising. But, you know, it was confirmed that she was going to be on today's show on December 20th. And uh, a week before, she can't, well, she's not available to do the show. Anyway, in replacement of Lindsay is Vinny Perrone.
2: Well, we wanted Vinny initially uh, a week, uh, two weeks later, we were going to have him, but we pushed it up. Uh, Vinny Perone obviously is running for trustee. He's our local 804 uh, principal officer, and it will be our pleasure to have him on our show answering questions from the membership. Uh, anybody who has any questions, prepare them because around two, o- <laughs> hey hey hey, <laughs> around three o'clock he will be calling in. And Vinny says he'll take any and all questions. As always, Vinny's very open and very transparent. <laughs> That's why we love him here in local 804. <laughs> <laughs> I so, our uh, low and this is uh, for our local 804 members. Local 804 general membership meetings for 2021 have already been taken on. That will hopefully, if it's not during COVID and things get better, we will have them at 2500 Marcus Avenue in Lake Success. And uh, if we, they're Zoom, they're Zoom. But the first one slated for February 28th at 10 a.m. The next one would be a few months later, May 23rd at 10 a.m. And the next one after that would be, you know, in the summer, July 25th. Uh, the, at Also at 10 a.m. And then they are the Halloween uh, general membership meeting, I like to call it, October is 24th. It, is it the last one? That I, would be the last one, October That would be 24th.
1: the nominations.
2: That would be nominations. That would be nominations. If though. anyone
1: decides to put a slate together and not just scramble... Through the local and getting whoever they can think that could run for office uh if they could get that together uh there will be nominations on the last uh uh, general membership meeting which is in october
2: that's right that goes out to all our local 804 brothers and sisters february 28th may 23rd july 25th october 24th all at 10 a.m hopefully they'll be at the hall and in uh marcus avenue if not then uh we'll be doing it but via Zoom, it's been working out mm-hmm. fine. I mean, now,
1: I, I want to talk to you about Forsterville, Forster Avenue. What's going the case on? Talk may to be. me. I saw something on Facebook of this guy uh, facing that someone got robbed, and uh, you know he's bringing up this FedEx guy got uh, gunshot or whatever the case. Correct, may
2: be. a FedEx driver now, was shot in the back. Yes.
1: Now you guys had bodyguards at one point, correct?
2: Right. They were uh, licensed vendors. Yes, they were armed guards, that, and they uh, took and they took that away from. They took it away from the whole local. I mean, there were areas in this local that had bad neighborhoods. Uh, Forster Avenue, I would have to say, being in Brooklyn, had some of the toughest neighborhoods. You know, uh, that gentleman was speaking in particular to the Van De Via projects. You know, uh, you know how the projects are in Coney Island. No, I don't. No? You have no idea? Okay. <laughs> no. And then we got the Brownsville projects that I remember as a young buck delivering to. Back in the day.
0: I mean, I-
2: I literally remember, I mean, uh, if anybody here is as old as I am, I'm sure heck knows. There was a time where we used to deliver deliver these computer boxes called gateway computers. You remember gateway computers, black and white cow boxes? Uh So I had to deliver on a Saturday uh, some black and white. And mind you, the, the delivery operation on Saturday was very small at the time. We had maybe 20 drivers. Maybe fifth, maybe 25 drivers, but now it's like... And it was run by one person. Now every center has their own air. Uh, it's just a regular operation on Saturday night. Back then, it was just air. So anyway, to the point, uh, I literally saw blood. Like, blood on the ground. Like, I'm talking about fresh blood. As I'm w- wheeling these <laughs> gateway computers with my, going into one of the projects in Brownsville, and I just said to myself, you know what, this is not worth it. Took those computers right back to the truck, sheeted them up safe, and came back to the building when the boss at the time asked me who was fired after that later on, but asked me why I brought the computers back I said because I saw blood on the ground I we have that
1: right them. if you don't feel unsafe if you if feel, you feel safe, unsafe right. to deliver or you feel that is uh it's going to be a problem you protect yourself first you are got it you have to go back to your family at the end of the day okay they don't want to have a uh, representative from the the company to go to your house and say something has happened you need to protect yourself Okay. Jamie says pick up the phone. Uh no, you should have been here. Anyway.
2: <laughs> he's trying to call. Yeah, he's
1: trying to call. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to pick up your phone call. I'm pissed off that you're not here. But anyway, uh wow, Jamie. <laughs> I don't know, but he he put it out there to say, you know, what is the union doing about it? Now, he put out there someone says maybe the best thing for you to do is transfer to another building. Oh wow. I didn't see and that. And he says, I've been here for so long, I've been on that transfer list. I haven't been transferred. I just want to be I want to I want to correct him right now because I am in charge of the uh, transfer list and no, you're not on the transfer list. If you need to put yourself on the transfer list, you need to call the union hall or your shop steward to put you on that transfer list. But I'm going to tell you right now, you're not on that transfer list and the years that you have, you would have been transferred already. But you're not on that transfer. The first step is to get on that transfer list if you want to get out of that building. That's right. Okay, so don't make any excuses. If you don't feel that you're safe there, you know I'm not telling you to transfer. I'm just telling you if you don't feel safe to deliver, don't deliver. Go bring it back as easy. Call your supervisor and say ECD because you don't feel That's right. safe.
2: That's right. And you don't any, risk your life. And and there are and I and I explained in the t- in the in the post as well that there are neighborhoods in brooklyn that we do not go to at all those packages and customers go directly to the counter when they need their stuff so the packages come directly to the counter to the seven-day room and then the customers already know in that neighborhood that when they got something they have to come over to us to get it because there's no driver going into that neighborhood and we've had many complaints oh but the post office goes there oh but but the fedex people go there well unfortunately we're not them And our drivers are not going to go into that neighborhood because we're protecting our drivers. And same for you. uh, who uh, I forgot the name of the guy that that, that put up the post. If you feel unsafe, you don't have to go into that neighborhood. You could cheat those packages unsafe the way I did back in the day and bring them back. And after a couple of times, they will get the point.
1: And I would get if he gets on Facebook to spread his, his anger. I get it. But first, find out why... You, what, what's going on? And then your anger should be out there. I mean, this company is is laying off a lot of uh, stuff. They they LP. They getting rid of LP. They got rid of HR. You know, this new CEO is 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 cleaning cutting, house. Is she's cleaning house. it's cutting cutting. You know, they they. F- it's not enough that they make nine point six billion dollars in profit. She front. wants to fucking go way above that, and she's trimming. You know, LP. She's trimming uh, HR. So she's she's trying to show that she can you know make their profit the the best the investors oh, yeah. you know a lot of profit yeah, then 9.9 9 billion dollars is not enough they got to go beyond 9.6 but are they doing it and they're risking the lives of the membership right i I don't what do you mean i will go on strike right now when
2: when you say they're getting rid of lp do you mean you mean the vendors no
1: they the lp guys they are going to get eliminated they're going to keep only certain like you know in in every building they have an lp they're probably going to eliminate two lps out throughout the so
2: they're going to keep like one in each building yeah wow
1: and he's got to do all the all the work now does that that
2: answer your question mr haynes (laughs) <laughs> so
1: the thing is that uh you know you know this this company is all about numbers and dollars and impressing the investors because this is what she's doing she's going to impress the, these investors that the 9.6 billion dollar profit from last year she's going to double that by doing cutting this shit and risking the lives of of membership and we're the ones out there she's in the fucking making over a million dollars of salary which is almost like seven thousand dollars a day that she's making and she's ta- she she's cutting all this shit out and who's at risk we are you know the members are and that's bullshit i'm sorry man but i you know with this bullshit that the the company's doing with these uh no guards i will fuck it and listen if i had the right to do it i'll put a doll on fucking strike right in the peak season because this is bullshit they should have guards out there for these guys it, it i don't know they can't explain to us why they took them off you know but whatever it is what it is i can i can talk all day long about fucking this company how they're fucking pieces of fucking crap i could do it all day long i don't give a fuck if anybody's listening all day i don't all day all day all day how they motherfuckers all day, every day. Every day. Those <laughs> motherfuckers. You're a bunch, bunch of fucking, fucking assholes.
2: You know why? The whole thing? You don't
1: have the guts to be what you want to be. Exactly. Okay. You need, like you need people like me. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. That's we? right. I'll be the motherfucker bad guy. Say
2: good night to the bad guy. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> there you go. All right.
1: And this is what, what, what local, uh, what Union Power Radio is all about. We don't give a fuck.
2: <laughs> Jamie just said, Jamie said they can't even get the sticky paper for the call tags anymore. They're giving it to them on regular paper and they have to tape them on the boxes. What the freak? Is this, that really this happening? Is, this is crazy, Is man. that really happening?
1: This is crazy. Oh,
2: man. that's That I didn't <laughs> and know. And for
1: all you runners, yeah, that's a, you know, this is me recording a runner. He's out. That's it. Gone. He did three in a row. That's it. He is gone. You heard that? That's right, guys. You don't need to run in this job. Do the job as you are taught. Methods and procedures. Follow the methods and procedures. You will get less in trouble with following the methods and procedures if you are in doubt. If you are in doubt, if you're looking at a box and you're ready to scan this box and you say, Damn, am I gonna sheet it the right way? Call your shop steward. Call your shop steward. Call your supervisor if you're in doubt and sheet it the right way and deliver it the way they taught you. Uh, and if they teach you, if they send you a message saying, Sheet it a certain way, there's a remark column at the end. You put who told you to do it and you do it as you're told. But make sure you write down who told you. They can't erase that part of the diet board, the remark count. So if they ever come back to you, this person told you to cheat it that way, that person is in jo- is, You're not in, involved in uh, discipline or anything like that. Shout out to uh, DUPS804, Queens North in the motherfucking house. Ooh, all
2: right, Queen. All right, DUPS804. Who's DUPS804? You know him? Um i don't know there's so many members up in queens north i don't know them all yeah mm-hmm.
1: well I, you got victor on what's up vic my man who
2: victor Aviles. Aviles. what's going on victor Aviles?
1: you got uh, uh 804 what is it Dukes. yeah dukes 804 i think i know who that is i think he's the one that uh his niece uh was uh on video i think that's the okay. name we Whatever.
2: got gina ferrario who gina hey gina gina talk to me gina gina
1: <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about
2: <laughs> you don't remember yeah. tony Montana's sister was gina
1: oh <laughs> <I> <laughs> you don't see. like
2: my tony montana person what you talking about man yeah. um so so
1: sorry. why jamie's not here that
2: Uh, Jamie couldn't make it Why? Uh, I honestly don't know He's buying
1: another house
2: Uh, Maybe Maybe
1: Well I'm gonna let you know now Jamie I had a fucking pile Of fucking bottles here
2: <laughs> and
1: I threw him away in the garbage because you pissed me off that you wasn't coming. So you know now you don't got no my all except my five cents bottles here. Except
2: for you, J. And I had, I had a big bag.
1: I had a big bag for him. Off, it must have been no more. I swear it was a lot of money in there. It was a dollar and twenty-five cents in there, guaranteed If you would have came to the show today, <laughs> but whatever. It is what it is. We're here. You're there. We got our brother
2: Dave Cockrell, shop steward of Forsterville Listening. What's up, Dave Cockrell? Our brother from another mother.
1: Too late, Jamie. I already threw them in the guy in the dumpster. You could come to the dumpster and get it out. I already threw them out. They were they were piling up.
2: Yeah, Cockrell, you're gonna have to defend Jamie. I know he's your alternate, but listen, that's it. That's it. And too many no call, no shows, bro. All
1: right. All right. So another word words, in news, in the local that they uh. This is this is crazy because they are uh, they uh the management team actually don't read the contract like we do, and they are doing the layoffs on sat on two Saturdays coming up. The uh, layoffs are for the twenty two four. They can't. This is this is nuts that's going around the local and Vinny's on it right now. He's calling the IBT uh, because they are violating the contract as far as the twenty two 4s Tuesday to Saturday uh, schedule. So because they're gonna run only air. They only run airs in the contract during a holiday, right they were used to run airs only on like New Year's uh, Eve or uh Black Friday uh after Thanksgiving and uh-huh. now they they're saying that they're only gonna run airs two Saturdays of this month with that said they they are also telling us that oh they're only gonna need eight drivers, but that's that's their problem because first of all that's not a holiday. It's a regular pay eight hour day, so they want to play that shit. And this is what this is where we get. This is when the members get they they shit fucked up. You know, where all this shit because you are going to have dealers and wheelers that you know. You are going to have That's drivers have the that are the yeah.
2: frustration.
1: The- they don't contribute to the pension okay. by standing your fucking ground and staying at work and say you are here to work. I guarantee, I am guarantee eight hours. You are going to give me eight hours, or whatever the fuck it is to do. So, you know, well, this is what that's going to that's gonna happen. They're going to say, oh, listen, the day after Christmas, you can have off and then you have off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then you come back Tuesday. It's great. You have a four, you'll be with your family. That's what that's the sale that the management is giving these 22 fours. And of course, the 22 fours are going to say, sound like a great idea. You're uh, dude, you're not going to get paid. For that Saturday, if you agree to go home on a cold 26. Time only. And they say, oh, we're going to lay off. You could lay off as many motherfuckers as you want. The contract states that they are Monday through, Tuesday through Saturday. Saturday of of the 26th is not a holiday. They are guaranteed. So you're guaranteed eight hours there, okay? You want to run this air shit. You never did it in the past. Now you want to do it. Vinny thinks, well, ask Vinny when he calls I, you know he he's pissed off about the whole shit you know he and i and i'll be pissed off too i you know and members should be pissed off and members should stay their ground well, the and be members, a union and say i'm fucking here to work give me see. the grant like was.
2: you said it's the good members because as jamie's saying here you know the thing is a lot of members will accept it and because they don't want to work and that's this the bottom is, is, line they bullshit, don't want to work man. it's just they're like you know what bullshit. i'm just gonna go
1: home i don't care don't pay me I just hate when they, they when when people when members do that when they go you know totally against the contract for their benefit and then when they're in trouble and they need their job and they need to keep their so job they come running you know now. they'll run to the oh, yeah I'll, I'll I'll go to my first union after 20 years I'll go for my first union but just get me my job N- please man that's not that's not being union being union is being as one you go the, the way the union runs. If you, do guy, if you guys do those fucking deals with management, management is always going to walk all over this fucking contract. This contract that was uh, discussed by the company and the union, and it's in effect. And then your deal makers, your deal makers that like to run and, 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 and go home to do nothing, And I get paid. I just, it it just frustrates me. Oh, that's four. It's not three, it's four.
2: (laughs) Damn, that guy is fast. (laughs) I heard four beeps in there. That
1: shit Um, just uh, annoys the shit out of me,
2: man. I don't know who J-Dubs is, but our brother J-Dubs wishes a happy holidays to all his brothers and sisters. Thank you, J-Dubs. You have a happy happy holiday too, my brother. Um... We got uh Greg Kerwood. Do you have a weekly guarantee or a daily guarantee? Daily, daily. There, Greg.
1: Every day you walk into that facility, as long you as are guarantee eight hours.
2: That's right. Uh, remember, if they don't work, there's no pension credit, and for them and the local LMFO, that's yeah. yeah, Jamie. We know we went through that, but thank you, um, Dave Cockrell. Actually, uh, the the Foster Avenue Stewart that said that that FedEx driver that got shot a couple of weeks back. It was on his ride over there by Powell and Dumont. That's Brownsville. That's uh that's pretty much the Brownsville neighborhood over there. So yeah, that that area in Brownsville has always been. Pretty and it's tough. gonna
1: get crazy more. It's gonna get crazy, yeah, because now people are the. Uh, the unemployment is, is expiring, and this this government, you know, either they're going to come with a new extension to the unemployment. So now it's, everything's going to get, like, crazy now because, you know, people are going to, desperate, desperate times are going to come through, and they're going to look for shit to, you know, to support or whatever. So it's going to get more desperate than it is if this uh, government don't pass that, that extension to the unemployment uh, benefits and this COVID uh, don't go away. I mean, we're going to, and if it's a shutdown, forget about it. It's going to be crazy shit, man. So the company should have those guards there for those guys, or those guys shouldn't even fucking deliver to that area. I don't give a fuck. Fire me. I'll see you in. Court. And
2: another driver, a FedEx driver, got robbed after the, the shooting. Uh, Jamie saying also, it's just, it's really bad. Listen, it, we're living in tough times. The pandemic has a lot of people struggling. The truth is, there's a lot of places where people lost work. And they're out there. I mean, I, there was an area somewhere down Atlantic Avenue where they try to steal an ATM machine and, and the guys <laughs> are shooting back at the cops running with this ATM machine. And it's, you know, it's, if you have that app, that citizens app, you don't even want to look at it because it's just every day there's something crazy going on I had to take it off my phone because I just couldn't watch it anymore <laughs> it, it really literally it literally it why you have it on your phone you're gonna I go that.
1: and put on your bat suit and save the day <laughs> that's right man I'm gonna go out there and put on my superhero costume <laughs> I'm Batman I could imagine you going there yeah shoot me I I can block it I'm bulletproof ah oh, swear to me <laughs> Oh man, that's funny stuff. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we still
2: got that Joker laugh on there.
1: That Joker laugh. Yeah. Let me hear that Joker laugh. I don't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> 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 the evil villains and criminals in the world. <laughs> <laughs> coming for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who are you? i don't I
1: have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, that's how I feel right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. No, definitely not. <laughs> exactly. Click your heels three times. Yeah, yeah three kids. <laughs> and wish, and wish. Anyway, Vinny Pavon will be on the radio in about, what? 25 minutes. 25 minutes. Uh, he is running for the, he's the candidate for trustee at the odd slate. If you guys don't know what the trustee does, uh, uh, the trustee is the trustee that makes decisions, I guess. And uh, he looks over the paper, the, the, the books. And he's in the executive uh, decision-making, actually, if he gets into the IBT, which is uh, A-plus for Logo 804 and the rest of the country, because he's wise and uh, he, he'll he make good choices for the membership. So I'm glad that he's uh, a candidate for the odds slate. Uh, also, you know, it, everyone always says, oh, he's leaving Logo 804 now. That job for trustee is only a 4 time a year that he has to go to Washington uh only in you know four times a year so uh he still will be the principal officer here in local 804 which he's doing a great job and uh he will continue doing that job until you know the members feel that you know we shouldn't be in office anymore and they'll put a slate together like they're doing now and uh have the opportunity to run and let the members choose who they want in that executive board. Simple as that.
2: I want to give a, a shout out to, uh, to a fallen member. Um, you know, they, they lost a, uh, uh, a driver, uh, a feeder driver, Patrick Demon showers. Uh, he passed away while driving. Um, if you want to send some money to the family uh his wife i believe has a cash app it's a dollar sign d-e-n-e-e-n showers and that's uh d-e-n-e-e-n showers all-in-one dean showers capital d and capital s with the dollar sign in front this way you can send some money to the family um you know out of respect for our brother <clears throat> patrick demon showers who passed away um it's been it's been scary out there there's a lot of stuff going on on the road and and you hear about you know drivers being injured and and you know you got to be careful especially when you have a big snowfall like that and you know it gets really dangerous so show the love show respect our hearts and prayers go out to the showers family and uh for any anybody else that's uh that has gone through a tough time okay so uh what else we got going on Oh, I want to tell everybody real quick. Christmas Eve is not a holiday. I just want to make sure everybody understands that. I've been asked all week for the last two, three weeks. Uh, what are we doing Christmas Eve if we come to work? Is it double time? Christmas no, Eve has always been a regular, a regular day. day. I don't know about the other locals. The local 804, Christmas Eve is a regular day. We Yes, get, the holiday is Christmas Day. That is correct. Christmas Day is the 24th. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. New Year's Day. day. Now, if you want to work New Year's Eve, that's on you. And
1: that will be a holiday. Uh, holiday pay. They call it triple time, but it's really double time plus the plus holiday. Plus the holiday. Correct. That's correct. On that day. So on New, on Year's New Year's Eve. Yes. So, and and they only supposed to be running airs on that day. and Supposedly. I, they're not going to run airs. They're going to run ground. So, it's a guarantee eight hours. You don't have to submit any paperwork saying that you won your eight hours is a ground day if it was an air then they can afford you like for four hours but if it's a ground day which it is going to be a ground day you're guaranteed the eight hours that day you don't have to fill out any form saying i would like eight hours so stop the bullshit this fucking company I'm serious, man. I'm getting so fucking, yo, it this is, is, it's is aggravating. This, this is Co- so C-Cockrell aggravating. Cockrell just sent
2: me a message. Cockrell says, and, and I remember this, the company's response to the two guards uh, uh, for, for the two, uh, guards being eliminated. This happened two years ago, by the way. Uh, t- two years ago is when they started taking the guards, or I think it may have been two or three years ago. And uh, statistically, they said Brownsville is not as bad as it was in the 90s. So, you know, that was the reason. For, uh, uh, Brownsville is not as bad in the 90s uh, the areas that we don't deliver are right there in Brownsville. That's the whole new lots and lots streets, new lots and lots. We don't deliver there at all. That's in Brownsville. So what? I mean, come on. This is the kind of laugh. This is what the company sounds yeah, like when we talk about it.
1: That's why I put it because yeah. the company is saying while he's saying that they are laughing. they like, oh, don't, they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> it's, it's not so bad.
2: <laughs>
1: it's hey, fun. why did you take the guards out?
2: Hold really? On. Really? Come on. Seriously?
1: That's Murphy calling but Wait in. a minute.
2: Hold on. Drivers are getting, uh, excuse me, Mr. Company Man. Drivers are getting uh, shot. Drivers are getting robbed. Um, can you explain to me why you took away the vendors?
0: <laughs>
2: oh, oh, okay. I see. You're not just <laughs> laugh in my Oh, that's the response you have. Okay. <clears throat> It's good to
0: know.
2: <laughs> I'm glad that our safety is a number one priority to the company. But again, like we said earlier, it's in the contract in ironclad. It is written in stone. If you feel unsafe, you don't have
1: to do it. That's right. And if you don't feel safe in Brooklyn, you can always transfer to Nassau, Suffolk, all <laughs> the other buildings if you want to get on the list. So you have to be on the list to get transferred. And I do it by seniority order. So if you're on the list and uh, your number comes up, the the procedure is I will call you directly from my phone. Call you directly and see if you're still interested in transferring. Once you give me the okay to transfer, I send all the paperwork to Labor to make the proceeding uh, proceeding happen. Now, what Labor does is call the center manager, your center manager, and call the center manager that you want to transfer to. And then they come up with a date for you to transfer you. Once I get that date, I will call you again or I'll tell your supervisor, your, your, well, sorry, your shop steward, what day are you are going to go to the new transfer building Uh, Your center manager will also get an email by labor saying that he needs to be transferred on this date, And then that's the day you go. Now, once you get transferred, you go to this new building because, you know, the, the grass is not green on the other side. Like everybody says, you have 10 days to tell your center manager, the new center manager, that you don't feel comfortable with that center and that you need to go back. They have up to 30 days to keep you there and send you back to your old center. Okay so you have 2 weeks to tell them that you you don't you don't it's not for you you want to go back to your old center they have up to 30 days to keep you there and then send you back e- either A the manager is going to send you back the next day he say okay so you don't like it here okay go back report back to your old center or they're going to say well I still need you here so they can keep you up to 30 days so and that's the way it rolls. and I don't, I'm not going to tell you from before, what I went through with this transfer list, Uh, Tony tony yeah i'm listening what oh. you go through <laughs> i know
2: you've been going through a lot and and i like the way you you got your transferless color coordinated in different colors of people that are getting closer to being transferred you make sure that nobody's stepping over nobody i mean uh you've been doing the right thing and and i appreciate you and i but hope I've been appreciate
1: you. i've been i've been going through some shit because some management have deals with oh, other management to, and they transfer guys too and this is and I want to give a big shout-out to uh, Joe, I mean, Phil for Fas- for Faseli. 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 No, no, not, not Phil. Phil from Nassau. He's a shop steward in Nassau. He had a guy that came to his center that he didn't even know, and he, they said he was transferred. He called me up, and he said, yo, you have this guy on your transfer list? And I never transferred this guy, and this guy had no years on the job. He had a year on the job and it was other guys with uh, more seniority that was waiting to go to that center to that building actually to Nassau building and when i when he called me up and it's it's the cooperation of the shop stewards shop stewards should know every guy that walks into that to that center you should know every if you have 80 guys you should know all those 80 guys when i was a shop steward i knew everyone personally i knew everything i knew when they were upset i just i just that was my style and if i didn't see a particular member for a couple of days i call him and say what's going on because they wouldn't tell you if he's calling out sick or, not. but you know sometimes you need to call a member to see how he's doing because you haven't seen him in three days and you're used to seeing him all the time and you know you that's where you find out things and this is where you can help out as a shop steward to a member you know he maybe he's afraid to reach out so if you reach out to them to them they have a problem you probably could fix it i mean i fixed a lot of a lot of problems with a lot of members that were embarrassed to even talk about it but i reached out to them and i let them know that here i'm your brother i'm here for you let me know what i can do for you here i am and and that's what all shops. that's that's a good shot steward when you know everyone in that center and phil knew everyone in that center and he knew that this guy didn't belong there or he did belong there but he was wondering why he was transferred with one year on the job and i made that call real quick and i told him i would shut down the whole transfer list or whatever you guys need if you don't send this guy back to his center when you skip skipping the transfer list once i found when they found that out they sent him back to the center and and phil say oh yeah he's gone so you know, it's the cooperation of the shop stewards and all the centers with your BAs and communication that you get stuff done right. And these guys won't let them vibe, even though they like to violate the fucking contract, the son of a bitch company of this. But, you know, we all got to stick together as one and fucking show them that if we all stand together, they don't have a shot. They don't have a fucking shot. That's right. With these deal makers, and I can't stand seeing deal makers, man. (sighs) It hurts. This is a fucking union shop. Stick together, Do Stay your ground. If you don't know, ask somebody. (laughs) Whatever. It's just me. It's fucking Hector, Rand, Pan. You know I'm. I'm, I'm, oh, you're, I'm on her. you're on a rant.
2: You're on a rant. You 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 started off cursing, then you slowed yeah. down. So I want to bring it back. No, up. you again. know what?
1: I want to fucking curse now. There you go. Bring it back
2: up a level. <laughs> so. Can you turn it up just another notch? So
1: everyone, I mean, all my shoe shops, stores are calling me about this Christmas. Uh, you know, because usually the union also, it always gives them, you know, the three hundred dollars to take, you know, to have a Christmas oh, party. That's right. But we can't, you know. What What are you going to do with the three hundred dollars? You can't do a Christmas party. You can't have a gathering or anything like that. But I'm sure if you have something in mind, call Vinnie Perong, uh call the, the office, and, you know, they'll do anything for, you know, we'll do anything for the members. Uh But uh, I don't know, you know, that's the executive board's decision, the seven guys. I don't make that decision, but, you know. If you have any issues with anything that you would like to get done, uh, as far as having a, a, a meeting with your 22 fours, your under five years guys, uh, Vinny's always up for that. He's always up to, uh, opening that hall right now. We, you know, we can't do it because of the COVID stuff, but if we do everything safe with the six, uh, you know, six feet of ext- you know, um, distance and your mass and you want to have a meeting, I'm sure Vinny is good with that so what's up i say
2: i say that you guys give the 300 bucks to all the chief stewards and let them do with it what they will that's great this way that they get a little uh compensation for all the hard work they put in all year round and i believe some of these stewards honestly have been really really doing their job there's a lot of stewards around the local that are really kicking some serious ass i mean not all of them obviously yeah uh but i have to say ever since this executive board took over i feel that that and and the elections took place and there was a lot of stewards that came up and stepped up they did a lot and and they've been helping you know try to get us in the right direction and as i said uh, and i say you know i'm previous shows the 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 amount of people that are participating now is way more than ever and uh, I think a part of that has to do with the front lines um,
1: yeah but you know it, it kills me that when you want to become a shop steward okay when you have no record of any doing anything union not wearing a union no, uh, no. shirt not wearing a union jacket not going to ju- they uh, they don't go to a general membership meeting they you know that kills me because you know why are you doing a shop why are you being a shop steward yeah, okay yeah. a shop steward is, a, is 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 I when I took that that role as a shop steward I knew that I was going to uh be the shop steward that these the members need to see they need to see a member that's active they need to see a member that gets educated and brings it back to them yep because you know some of them are lazy they don't want to read the book and some so you need a shop steward that's active all the time and that's why i say if you're not ready for that position why run why run if you feel that shop steward that's in there now that's not doing a good job and you can do a better job than that shop steward then run against him and make and you know and do and do the right thing for the membership because the membership is the one that depend on they look at the shop steward like hey he's here all the time he he's he's the first line of defense and he is the first line of defense because the BAs though, I could be in the building and it's a situation going on and the shop steward needs to go in the office with that member. The member looks at me. I said, I, I can't get into that office right now because it's a low level. He'll let your shop steward do your thing. I will never under un- undermine a shop steward ever. Because I didn't like it when they did it to me. When the old executive board undermined me as a shop steward, I was fucking furious. So as a BA, I would never undermine a shop steward. I would take their decisions and I would look at it. And if it's by, by the book, that's the decision that's going to be done. That's it. Exactly like that. So, For the best of and the if membership. You, And if you don't like talking to me. There's always Vinnie Perone. You right. can always call Vinnie Perone. Vinnie Perone is not no Eddie Riata uh, or anybody else that ignores people's calls. He call, He picks up everybody's calls. He so really don't say does. you called him because he will put you on blast <laughs> and yes, say, will. Uh, you didn't call me, and you're saying that you did call me, but you didn't call me. Every, All right, man, every
2: time I call him, let me tell you, if he doesn't answer right away, he will get back to mm-hmm. me. He always does, and I always appreciate that about him. Um, Jamie says, what about the alternates, damn it? Well, we could break you off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got another guy here says, uh, roll it over into next year so everybody gets 600 for the Christmas party. That's another thought. Um, what else do we got going on here? Greg Kerwood. Oh, they run for all the glamour. All
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, right.
2: For the glamour of the stewardship. Yeah, that's what it is. The, the thankless job uh <laughs> but you know uh vinnie perone's gonna be on in about nine minutes he should be calling in everybody so be prepared for that if you have any questions uh for especially for the members on our in our local that are listening right now i see a lot of you guys are on the chat room
1: or anybody from any other local that has a trustee that's right a concern or why uh he's running for trustee or why what he's gonna do to uh you know, call in at three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five, or you can live chat on the message on the left-hand corner of the Mixler. You can do live questions right there and uh, I won't read them because I will fuck up the whole fucking sentence. Uh, I'll let Anthony <laughs> read it <laughs> because my English is not very good looking.
2: <laughs> you got to have the, the Selma Cruz. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm going to get it. They uh, said, "Yo, it's been. I've been through. I've been getting this re- this this apartment ready for your kids." And by the way, uh, Anthony's kids are here in the house. Yes, they are. They are both here, and you know what they're doing? They're playing Fortnite on my a- Xbox <laughs> and sitting on your chair. <laughs> exactly, he getting a massage <laughs> as they playing. And they even said, "Whenever my daddy asks me to come again to your house, <laughs> I'll be there." <laughs>
2: Uh, they were loving looking at all the snow around the mountains on the way up here. I, oh, brought, yeah? the,
1: I brought the sleds with me. There's a lot of hills well, here. When
2: we get out of here, we're going to probably hit one of the hills just to check it out. Yeah,
1: There's a lot of places here. Yeah. But, uh, yep, so that's what it is. And uh, Vinnie Peron will be calling in to the radio show if you have any questions that you want to ask. Hector is, uh, oh, okay. Thank you.
2: <laughs> you up that? Dubs 804, Hector is a true pit bull the issues with the am guys and he took care of it thanks heck that's right and he's not a pitbull. you got that mistaken he is the wolf. big bad wolf Eric.
1: and the king of the transfers <laughs> <laughs> yeah what i was saying about those transfers when i first took office and i and Vinny says you're in charge of the transfer i'm like really and he's like yeah really so he's the boss. You got to listen to yeah. yes. Follow as directed, you yes, know? Yes, sir, Vinny. Yes, sir. So uh, I took, when I looked at that, I, I thought I was looking at something from out of the Twilight Zone. I, it was just so crazy. And then I started putting shit together. And then I started finding out shit. And it was pissing me off, pissing me off. But now the transfer list is in full effect, is in right order, is by seniority. And that's all. Don't call me and say, yo, hook a brother up. No, it's not that type of shit. I'm sorry. Yo, I'll buy you a Lamborghini now. Nah, I'm good. It's Damn, gone, not it's, even
2: for a Lambo? Not
1: even for a Lambo. It's gonna go by Senority <laughs> Order. I don't give a fuck who you are. To me, you're my nephew, cousin, uh, brother, uncle, best friend, or whatever. I go by Senority Order, period. So, if I give you a bottle of Rosario's Coquito
2: Rico and, uh, and, order, can I get shot to Long Island real quick?
1: Senority Order, brother. Sorry, man. <laughs> Damn, and he, if any, even being a co-host. And and, and, and if any of my colleagues, or any of the guys, the BAs that want to push their friends into another center because that's their friend, fuck you right now because I would do only by seniority order. Wow.
2: Wow. You know what? I got to respect
1: that. I got to respect
2: that. That's true. Listen, until time. Vinny
1: says you ain't in charge of the transfer list no more, that's the way I'm doing this shit. Okay, Sorry. good shit. And the other BAs know that because if something happened and I fucking went ballistic. Whatever, whatever. But you
2: know what? Listen, it is what it is. Time is, and seniority is all we got. So that's it. So if, if you're going to stick to that, there's more
1: power to you because that's, that's it. the way it should be. That is the only way I lived during my time as a shop steward. Seniority rules. I don't give a shit. One day. One fucking day rules. If you're a seniority with... March 26th, and the next guy is March 27th. He has the first pick. Sorry to say, and then the guys with Tenardi's with the same dates. That's a funny thing. I what I do, I do a torn course. As soon as they make book, I go. I put them both in the room. Heads or tails, who pick first? And I don't want to hear. Dave, everybody goes by the last name, the letter of the last name. I do by a coin toss, and the reason I did that. Is because the following year, if they wanted to do it again, then they'll be cool. You know, every year they'll do a twink, uh, coin toss, and then they'll pick whoever picks first. But I'm glad I was with a good group of guys that I had a couple of guys with the same seniority. They did a coin toss, and they stood like that for the rest of the remainder of the career. So big ups <laughs> to them. Uh, no fights. Because that's what you don't want to hear. Yo, oh, I got the same seniority. Why he gets the better? You know, the better. But now that all the vacations are open and you can get a summer vacation, like like back then when you had to. I remember that. Scram yeah. to, you know, you, you got you,
2: a, you couldn't get a summer week till you had like eight, eight years, exactly. uh, nine years. But now with this
1: with this new contract and all the weeks and the uh, amount of people in that center and that's how many weeks they get. It's 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 been so easy now. So. It's still tough when you
2: go inside, though. When, when you decide to go into car washing or becoming a, a porter or a customer counter. Uh, That's what I
1: want to get into now, but I, yeah, we have three minutes with, uh, the car washer situation. Listen, you've been on the job for how long?
2: I've been on the job for almost
1: 27 years. Now. Okay. And as a 27 year driver, correct? No, no, no. I did,
2: uh, 20 years on the road, six years, uh,
1: or whatever. time You yeah. did 27 years. Right.
2: Did With the company, yes. But I did over 20 years. Right. A, a so a,
1: a guy like you, if a, if a clerk job comes up or a car wash job comes up, that's what you're going to take because you don't want to go through, you know, when you're ready eights. to come off right. the
2: road, you're ready to come off the road. So
1: with that said, now, when you get a car wash job and the classification is called car wash, it's not car wash slash pickups and deliveries is car wash period and we're we're shooting ourselves in the foot right now because we're not getting these car washers are doing favors thinking that they're going to get overtime because you know once you become a car washer it's 40 hours a week a lot of time no counts. overtime so they you know they whatever and it kills me is that they they do out of classification shit, and that that drives me insane why you got off the damn truck to be a car washer because you didn't want to do the deliveries here you are coming in on the same time that you're scheduled to come in as a car washer and you're doing pickups in mass. But if you're doing pickups in, in JFK or you're dropping off at JFK, you're doing everything, everything that you're not supposed to do as part of the contract as far as uh, classification yet. But then, you know, when you're in trouble, you get into an accident because this is what happened. Because I kept telling the center manager, listen, don't use the car washes out of classification. You're gonna, something's going to happen and it's gonna, they're going to fucking fuck you over. So what happened? As soon as I told him that the week after, he, gets, he calls me, I got a problem. I was like, what's your problem? Oh, the car washer got into an accident. Oh, he got into an accident. Oh, isn't that nice? Why he got into an accident? Did he get into an accident coming out of the bay or in the backyard? No, he got into an accident on the highway. Oh, why is he on the highway? Isn't he a car washer? So what I do all the time when I yeah. see that they, they're doing that, I call Labor right away and tell them, listen, it's a is uh, is, you know, COVID nineteen is still in effect. I have all these trucks that are dirty, disgusting. The windows you can't see out of the windows. You have car washers here, but why aren't we? Why are you using car washes to do other things and you're not prying the the car washing mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, moving
2: work, shuttling work. It's disgusting, man. Yeah, it's it's you know the classification is car washer. You're supposed to be cleaning the trucks. That's it. Exactly. Parking them, moving them around the building, putting them where they have to go, whatever bays they need to be in. And, and drivers, be courteous to your car washers. Please put the park, the truck in the bay that you took it from, please. I mean, it's not that difficult, all right? All you gotta do is put your truck in the wrong spot and you just messed up the car washers whole day because every truck that comes in after that will move into a different spot because they were next to him and then the next guy gotta move into the next spot and the next you know, you just destroyed the poor kid's day. All right, so I got a. Oh, oh a, a wait, Jose wait. is calling. Oh, we got no six three one. That's uh, Perón. He's going to be calling in on a six three one number. Let's uh, let uh, we got uh, Vinnie Perón
1: going to be calling in shortly. So, uh, Union Power, Radio, who's on the line? Hello.
0: Hello. Hey, what's up, Hector? It's Vinny. It's Vinnie. Yes.
1: This don't sound like Vinny. This guy it says Jose.
0: No, it's, uh, no, it's my uh, other phone.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, you're Jose
2: on your other phone, Mister Brown? <laughs> no. All right,
0: so I'm, call, I'm calling. I'm calling from my house phone, so I don't have to hear that it's, uh, you know, Boost Mobile service or, whatever.
2: Yeah, no, I get it. When I when I speak to you at your house, sometimes you definitely go in and out a little like Max Hedrum. So. Thank you for calling from your house phone. We appreciate that. And thank you so much for calling in, Mr. Perrone. And um, we're going to start the first question, if you don't mind, sir. You, the first question is going to be real quick. I just want you to answer this one question from a Lewis Nito. I'm sure you know who he is at our local. He wants to know the 70-hour rule was approved this past week. Yes or no? He heard a supervisor telling members it was, and they got him coming in on Saturday.
0: Wow. That's that's strange because we didn't get we didn't get any notification that they extended it to 70 hours
2: So there was no approval
0: Uh, Well, no, it's it's an approval meaning that the you know the IBT and uh, UPS agree to it But we're supposed to be notified about that and they can do that building by building It doesn't have to be the whole local, but we didn't hear anything of that.
2: Okay. Good to know There's your answer, Mr. Nito. Now, uh, I wanted to get that question out of the way because he asked that earlier. Uh, Mr. Perrone, I mean, Vinny. Would you stop, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just I'm so used to trying to be, you know, uh, 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 what do you call it? A ball breaker. (laughs) Sometimes. Okay, so Vinny, why don't you tell the members that are listening a little about yourself, uh, you know, basically your resume, what you've done as a Teamster, what you've been through, things that you've experienced, and, um, and you know, just let guys know a little about yourself and what you've done for the, for the union.
0: You don't want to know height, weight, eye color, or anything like that? No, no,
2: just okay. what you've done with the union since you've been there.
0: Well, first of all, I appreciate you guys asking me to be on. Um, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. And a happy new year, because I know you guys are you know probably not going to do a, another radio show next week. And for the last couple of weeks, for the last few weeks, I've been uh, a little bit out of pocket because my family was sick. And, you know, we had to do a little quarantine, but everything's okay. So I haven't been able to get around as much as I wanted to a lot of buildings. So I want to wish everybody a, a Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Thank um, you, man.
2: God bless you and your family, sir.
0: Thank you. So, um, I, I think I'm, I'm pretty much out there already. I mean, I've been a package car driver for 25 years. Um, all of it except for a month in the, um, Maspeth facility in Queens, uh, shop steward since, uh, alternate since 2007, I think. And then a shop steward starting in 08 or 09. And then, um, Worked for one year as a, a union representative, basically a hired business agent under uh, Tim Sylvester, and um, had a really good experience doing that. Lost the election and came back, and right away, I think I was um, one of the only one or two people that you know took over again as a shop steward. Um, got elected very shortly after that to... The delegate convention as a delegate for local 804, and then uh, two years ago we decided, um, you know, Hector, um, the rest of the guys on my slate, <clears throat> and with the help of a lot of guys like um, like you, rank and file members, we decided to run for the local, the local positions, and um, you know there was a lot of hiccups along the way, a lot of um, you know false, baseless accusations. That uh, we took care of, and, and you know, we won the election. And um, you know, it's up for the up to the members to decide. You know how we've been doing for the last couple of years. You know that I leave that to them. You know, I know that my guys have been busting their butts trying to do the right thing. And then um, last year, well, early earlier this year, rather, um, I got a phone call from uh, Sean O'Brien, who I've known through the the last few years since probably about 2013 you know i keep telling the story because it was funny my wife was out of town and i had you know three kids two of them were sick i had my elbow deep in a fish tank and uh he asked me to run as a trustee on the uh, o'brien zuckman slate and i thought it over for, for a few days i told him that i would have to ask the boss first but he completely understood and um you know, to my wife talked to my um, executive board my slate talked to a lot of members and they all thought it was a really positive thing and that I should do it and I decided to do it and uh, the reason I decided to do it was to put local 804 back where it's supposed to be awesome and I I'm, and I'm 511. I'm I shrunk a little bit and I have (laughs) hazel eyes and brown hair that's turning gray really fast.
2: Are you trimming those nose hairs, uh, Vinny? Yes, ma'am. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, uh, okay, Um, let's go to uh, a question that now that you mentioned the O'Brien slate, which leads us into, it's pretty much leading us into our next question, is a lot of the members in Local 804, when they heard you were running, got worried. They were like, "Oh my God, what's what's going on? What's he running for? What, what, is he leaving us?" You know. So, can you explain to the members of Local Eight Hundred Four and some of the members may be confused around the country from other locals, uh, what is it exactly? A trustee's responsibilities are, and will it affect your job as our principal officer?
0: Um, no, it's not. It's not going to affect my job as a principal officer. I, I never wanted it to, and that was part of. My decision-making process, I mean, a trustee on any level, you know, just the word trustee, you know, the word trust, there's, there's key words here, trustee, steward, you know, a steward, basically, um, it's a stewardship, you you take care of something. A trustee, you have to take care of the books, you have to take care of you know signing off making sure that all monies are being allocated correctly all the unions assets are in order you know um, IRS reviews all stuff like that and a lot of like receipts making sure that receipts are in order so that's basically the duties of a trustee we have trustees you know for the local union you know um, non you know other companies have trustees so it's basically like a like a bookkeeping thing Um, that's, that's not going to take too much time. You know, my main goal as an international trustee was, like I said, uh, being offered the position to put local 804 back on the map and get somebody from our local on the general executive board. You know, um, I thought about it over a few days. You know, I didn't, I don't just do stuff for myself. I do stuff, you know, to try to promote the Union to help other people out and I, I really thought it over and um, you know all things fell into place I, I appreciate the opportunity um, one of the one of the reasons that I was offered I mean 804 is a big local um, and I'm sure that people were watching what was going on and you know it's up to the members to decide what kind of a job we're doing but word on the street you know, around the country, was that 804 that there were good things happening, and uh, I'm sure that factored into being offered the position. Oh. All right. And and I'm sorry, and also, you know, being able to be on negotiating committees for national contracts, I think I think that was very important to the members of this local too, and to all you know, UPS people across the country
2: absolutely that's huge I personally would I see how you speak uh, uh, to to uh, I see how you speak to helping this union so I can I can vouch for you firsthand on that if you're in there for contract negotiations you're gonna give them hell so yes kudos to you uh, Vinny. I I do love to hear that you will be in the contract negotiations for the IBT uh, the national master agreement that's that's huge um, all right, so let's get back to more information around our local. Um, as you know, there was a couple of uh, members uh, that have been, and not just UPS drivers, uh, FedEx drivers, um, other people have been assaulted in the streets. Uh, Member, uh, uh, and you know, uh, a couple of months ago, we've had we'd had a driver bashed over the head. We'd had a driver shot that he thought he was shot with a BB gun, but it was an act, an actual gunshot wound um just recently the fedex driver a couple of weeks ago was shot in the back um drivers have been robbed uh in the brownsville area in brooklyn packages taken from people's cars and running away packages taken out of drivers hands and running away so we have drivers assaulted we've had drivers shot at um what can we do as a membership what can we do as a union to help prevent some of these things from happening and is there a chance that we could ever try to get the company to bring vendors back to bring those armed guards back
0: well that's that's a really big question because not only not only does it happen here in New York City, which you would think it would probably happen, stuff like that in big cities, but it's happened, you know, with our brother Frank that recently, last year, at the, around this time, passed away in Florida. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, guys in California, guys down south that have been getting assaulted. I I don't know that anything could be done except just trying to be careful out there because they're not going to put a vendor on every single yeah. truck. is on well, hello yeah. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know if you lost me. No. I mean there are there are certain areas in, um, in New York, just like in other cities that you would think they should put vendors on trucks. Um, I look, I've been asking them because this basically started happening right before we took office and then as we took office on a local level. And they just feel that the neighborhoods aren't as dangerous anymore. They want people just leaving packages everywhere. Uh, I, to me, the, the most disturbing thing is that people are now at the point that they're just brazenly assaulting drivers. And, you know, just basically climbing in their trucks and taking stuff. I mean, your, your co-host here, Mr. Hector, over a year ago, I don't know if he remembered, he sent me a picture of a naked dude getting into a UPS truck uh, actually a video trying to steal the whole truck.
1: Yeah, I still have it.
0: Right, so, <laughs> so, I don't I don't know I don't know what the hell's going through people's minds. You know, I I do know that just from dealing with the company for 26 and a half years now and on this level for 2 years, they don't give a rat's ass about their employees. You know, UPS doesn't, FedEx doesn't, the post office doesn't, Amazon doesn't These companies don't give a rat's ass about their employees. (laughs) Our members keep doing the company favors. So go figure.
1: All right.
2: So... uh, um, I don't see... uh, To
0: answer your question, I don't see... I don't see the company... I don't see UPS putting vendors back on the truck.
2: Okay. So my next... Hello, hello. Can you hear me, Vin? Yeah, I can. Okay, so my next question—it's—it's um, it's also concerning, uh, uh, you know, um, some of that, like the things that the company is not doing. Now we all know that the companies, like Amazon and FedEx and and UPS, all these companies, these big corporations, are making huge money through this pandemic, right? Then I mean, they are making billions and billions of dollars off of this pandemic um it's historic historic numbers that they're making right now and they're still not offering guys uh essential workers uh hazard pay they're not offering you know any incentives some companies have some companies haven't is there anything that you think you can do or 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 the members can do or is there I, and I know nobody likes to use the word strike. It's like you know, uh, we need to go through this to strike. We need to go through. That I like to, to use that
0: term. You What's like wrong that with one? using? Well, I I love you throwing the term, the word strike, out there.
2: My thing is, what would have, what would we have to have done? So that we can strike as a group of members, because the company hasn't been adhering to the contract, the company hasn't adhered to our safety, especially during this pandemic. The companies are are making record profits and not offering hazard pay. Is there anything that is in there, a clause or something in the contract that states at this point that we could actually just decide to
0: walk? I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I really hate doing because I don't like it when people do it to me. Uh-huh. But then you know I, I read into it, right? Sometimes it's valid. I'm gonna answer a question with a question. Okay, go or ahead. Sort of, sort of, sort of a question. But during during this whole p- nine months of pandemic, which I contracted COVID, I know a lot of people that contracted COVID. You know, two people at the union hall contracted it, right? And a lot of people have been. And rightfully so, bitching and complaining about, you know, um, essential workers, hazard pay, bonus pay, hero pay, whatever we want to call it. They've been bitching and complaining, rightfully so, about PPEs, right? But then a very large percentage of, of our own members, and not just UPS members, but members for other companies, too, they've been working more than they've ever worked before and you just mentioned a brother before that was asking did the 70hour rule go into effect right. so now I have for every for every one person that is complaining about not enough PPE or sanitary conditions or how could they do this to us why am our why am I seeing our own members going out with helpers that are basically right on top of them in a vehicle for eight, nine, ten, eleven hours a day. Mm-hmm. Why am I going into buildings seeing not only our members but management disregarding masks, not wearing masks, just being on top of each other, working two or three in a trailer, right? So how how could we it's just like when you go to contract negotiations, you ask for something for another day off or for this or for that and then we have the company saying, Yeah, but you guys always come to work on a holiday.
2: mm but, see what you know, you're saying.
0: So, so that's my question. You know, I don't want to take money out of people's pockets, but I've said this forever, not just in the last two years. And, and in the past, I've been told, oh, you know, you can never go and tell members that they can't make money. Okay, but you can't bring a serious issue forward like essential worker hazard pay but still go out there and want to work 60, 70 hours a week. Mm. Okay, so where, you know, what's the solution for that? I don't have a solution for that. Because, because they, like other companies, have said, well, your, your members, your people are lucky that they're working because a lot of people aren't. 21 million people are out of work. Okay, so now here's, a, here's another thing. Um, I'm not going to sit here and bash the IBT during this whole phone call, but I was on a lot of calls weekly, Right? And all it was was a love fest about how great the company's doing and, you know, they're uh, doing this and doing that for the members and everybody's working, blah, 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 blah. There was no opportunity for anybody to speak, to, you know, raise their hand on these calls. And, um, you know, this was Mr. Hoffa, Mr. Ken Hall, and people right underneath them. And there was no opportunity for me or anybody else to say anything on these calls regarding our member safety. So it starts from the top, and that's why hopefully next year there'll be changes at the top.
2: You got, questions? You got me off. I feel like I'm off. Oh, okay. All right, so um, Mr. Jamie Haynes has a couple questions here. Uh, we're going to try to get into some of the IBT stuff now, Vin, if you don't mind. Um uh, we, we got, well, you know, you know, Jamie, he's got a thousand questions. Um, what are the some of the things you will try to check overall within this union? If if the oslate wins, the local later, if you're, oh, you know what? Let's stick to Let's stick to the local right now. I like this question better. Also one of Jamie's questions. If your slate wins the local 804 election again, the Oslate wins the IBT election. Do you think this company would be afraid to do some of the nonsense they try within the local? especially our local 804
0: that's a really good question and I'm hoping that the answer uh, would be yes but I'm also thinking that the answer is gonna be they're not afraid of anybody okay what what will happen and what's happening right now is that and I said this before on a local level I'm not gonna I mean guys don't see me getting frustrated you guys really don't see me yelling and screaming because I don't do that contrary to what people thought that I was going to do okay but I will just shift my focus and if they're going to annoy my members in one way then I'm going to annoy them and screw them in some other way you know to, to get back All right on a, on an international level I'm gonna try to bring that same focus to the table I am not going to um, um, hold my tongue, right? If I see something being done wrong, and granted, I'm going to be in the Northeast. I'm going to be still the principal officer of Local 804. If I see something being done wrong for uh, in my UPS shops or at any other shops, I'm going to bring that up on a higher level, and hopefully something will be done about it. You know, I, I, have, I have faith. That there's going to be movement in the right direction you know i have faith that that's why this uh slate was put together and uh you know we're gonna we're gonna wait and see all right (laughs)
2: And I just wanted to let everybody know that listening. This is Vinnie Perone, local local 804 principal officer speaking and answering questions for the members. If there's any other slates that want to list, call in the show and do the same thing. You're more than welcome. We will reach out to you. Uh, the Viarma slate, you're more than welcome to call our show. And our, our I
1: don't think they're going to come on. That's the show. That's all
2: right. They can call the number or text the number. Let us know when you want to set it up, and we'll have. Yeah, don't you be on afraid.
1: Well. we'll we'll let you. If you're afraid to come on this show, then you're afraid to talk to the membership
2: yeah you don't want to be afraid to talk to the membership and as Vinny just pointed out I agree I don't think it's fear that we necessarily need to worry about from the company Uh, you're very right Vin I don't think fear is the thing or uh, them being afraid from us I think what you're trying to say and what I feel is necessary we need to have a certain amount they have to have a certain amount of respect for this union right Vin absolutely that's right it's not about fear it's about respect respect our rights respect our union thank you Vin Uh, well
0: let 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 me just go ahead let me, let me give an example. So, over the next two weeks, right, because Christmas Eve falls on, um, what is it, on Thursday, right? Yeah. So, there's no pickups on Christmas Eve. New Year's Eve falls on Thursday also, correct? Or is it Wednesday? Whatever. So, there's no, there's no pickups then. So, they're saying that they were going to start offering people days off, that there was a possible... You know, one-day layoff for the tuesday through saturday people because there's going to be no volume being picked up. There's going to be nothing in the buildings. They're going to only do air, supposedly, okay? So um, we got wind of this very late, very late in the day, I think Wednesday or Thursday. So I made a phone call, and I talked to a labor manager, and I said, so you're just... And I had a conversation with him a couple days before about this, about the possibility... And uh, I said, so you're just going to arbitrarily have your DMs and managers tell my business agents and remember this, and you're not going to call me up to see if something could be worked out, right? I said, I would be willing just for those two weeks to move everybody to a Monday to Friday schedule, right? RPCDs that were scheduled Tuesday through Saturday to avoid... You know them going through the hassle, and to avoid you guys going to to the hassle. So my response from him was, and it's it was in a whining, crying way that (laughs) you guys you guys didn't help us out at all during this pandemic. You wouldn't (laughs) let us do this. You wouldn't let us do that. And I know what he was talking about. No, you know PVD issues. Right. Know forty and seventy, like just us making another free period. They wanted flexible start times all year long.
2: That's, so, that's what they sounded like, Vin?
0: Yes, yes. That was a perfect, perfect invitation. Okay. <laughs> so I, I told them... Go ahead. No, so I told them, I said, listen, you know, just to be clear, anything that's going to help the members of the local out is what we're going to do or offer, right? And if it winds up helping you guys out, fine, but I really don't give a shit, right? But if it's going to help the members out, then that's what, that's what we're going to agree to and then you know we put it in writing i don't even know if they're going to do it because they said that there was going to be questions from their bosses in the higher-ups in the ipt so you know that was just an offer i mean they've been moving people back and forth from tuesday to saturday to monday to friday anyway so why not just do it in the next two weeks to avoid the hassle of telling guys oh we don't have any work you know and and they started whining right away i got a very nice email you know, uh, thanking us and appreciating what we were trying to do, but I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna implement that over the next two weeks. So we'll we'll do anything possible to help the members of the House.
2: Great job, Vin. We we as members appreciate that. We got a question from the Irishman Joe Doherty. What would you like to see the OSLATE change most? When you say one union, one goal, how do you think we can bring this about on a national level?
0: Okay, so um, Joe Daugherty is probably a good example because he's a new guy, a young guy. There's a lot of them, right, in our local. What's, what's the problem with international elections, with really any elections and um, any union issues over the last 25 years that I've been there, uh, participation by the members, that that's what i see is the biggest problem people don't vote people don't get involved people don't communicate with each other so i think just like we did in the last two years and by the way we thought it was going to take a lot longer than two years you know seeing the mess that this local was in um is we're going to try to well i would like to see better communication implemented and getting more member involvement You know in in the whole country because it's a it's an international brotherhood with 1.3 or 1.4 million members depending on how you know you slice it or who you're talking to and when you're talking about you know just over 200,000 people participate in elections that's that's not right so the the main thing is and again it starts from the top you have to involve everybody it's got to be it's got to start from the top and you got to you got to use the tools and the and the people at the bottom that are willing to participate, because I, I'll just use our local as um, as a microcosm as, as an example, right? People see, you know, they like what's going on from the top down, and they get more involved from the bottom up. And I think in this climate, with um, Amazon being out there, and you know FedEx Ground, and all these other companies starting up. we we have an opportunity right with with all the complaining with the the essential workers and all this other stuff we have an opportunity to make inroads not only make the union stronger by getting people more involved but get more union members into the union
2: all right say say who asked that question um, we we have a question here it might I be an imposter though it's from one of the uh it, it says it's steve varma we're not sure if it's really steve varma right steve varma if it's really you you want to text us on our 347-403-0705 yeah, number and,
1: and make an appointment be on the radio and
2: make an appointment I dare so we you. could have you on the show we would appreciate that no daring necessary we're trying to get the messages out to the members and we would like to hear from you uh he asked a question mr perone i don't know if you know the question to this I've never heard of this person before he says how does Perone's record compare to Peter Nunez from Local 431 I don't personally know
1: Peter Nunez I don't even know the name but I asked the question who's Peter Nunez and then he wrote the president of Local 431 running on our slate as a trustee Trusty.
0: Yeah.
1: have you ever heard of Peter Nunez uh, Mr. Perone?
0: if you call me Mr. Perone one more time I'm Anthony, sorry, I'm
2: man. I'm sorry man. you're going to reach over the mic and strangle me <laughs>
0: Um, oh no, Vinny. No, I've I've never I've never heard of Peter Nunez. Um I would be more than happy to meet him and speak to him. You know, if um well maybe maybe he could expound on what Peter Nunez's record is. Yeah, that's what okay. I would like. To, yeah. So, you okay. know, I mean you guys you guys know what I'm about. Yeah, I think sure. with um you know what local 804's four's exposure has been throughout the country I think a lot of people in the country know what local 804 is all about Um, we have a reputation we'd like to take the reputation forward on an IBT level you know and just to put this out there one of Mr. Verma if that's really him one of his uh, vice presidents you know that's here in the New York City area we are working closely together on a project with other people from the ibt so what i would also like to put out there is that i'm not the kind of guy that's going to have animosity towards other people running against myself or our slate you know we all have to work together we all have to put differences aside we could be on different sides you know slate wise but we all have to be together as a union
2: that's right Well said, Mister Peron. Well said, Stephen Varma. It's glad uh, we're glad that you're listening. If that is you, uh, as we said, you can call up the show uh, in two weeks or set up a date.
1: And if it is you, if it is you, Steve, I want you to please call me at three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five, so we can set up a date, so you can have the members. Ask you why you're running for principal principal office of the IBT, who you are because a lot of people don't know who you are. I, for for, for one, don't know who you are, uh, and I would like to know who you are. Um, and you know, call up the radio show because I've been sending emails to, I guess, your campaign manager, and nothing has been uh, responded. So yep. it is what it is. All right, Ben, go ahead. What were you saying?
0: What what I what I would like to say is that he's more than free to call up the person that I'm talking about that's running for one of his vice president spots right right that I've you guys have met her too you guys have met her at our Union Hall Okay. Right? so he's more than free to call her up I just was on a zoom call with her this past week and he could ask her all the questions he wants about what I'm about and what teams to local 804 is
2: all about okay there you go varma one of your own vice presidents that works in the city has uh contacts with local two
1: two three seven i think
2: is it two three seven uh vin something like uh,
0: that uh no no i would say it's local it's local uh, uh george miranda's local oh okay 202 yeah. 210 whatever, okay. whatever that is all right I don't, I don't have the
2: master list in front of me. <laughs> that's fine okay vin um another question um as as a trustee on this slate for oz a lot of people are questioning yeah, listen let's be real hector has been very opinionated on the oz slate. uh not oz the whole slate in particular but certain members and as you know hector likes to call them officers officers is becoming a term that's used throughout the local now and uh a lot of people are using it now Um, We spoke to a couple of members that were officers at one point, and they said some things, you know, that that, that's during their time with Hoffa, how they would try to fight some of the things that were happening. But it was very hard when they were overruled because of the majority on certain uh, on certain, you know, legislation that they were trying to pass or contracts that they were trying to negotiate and stuff like that. Uh, Certain members like Bill Hamilton, Dan Kane, who was on the show uh, a a couple of weeks ago. So our question to you, Mr. Perrone, is... uh, Vinny, sorry, Vinny. Uh, Our question to you is now that you're... If you guys win, well, you know what? Let's start with what made you decide... I know that you you spoke to everybody about running with Oz, but what were your first impressions of of Sean O'Brien? And what made you really decide, you know what? I think this is a good idea. I know you already said that you wanted to... To have a local 804 member finally on the board, and for us to finally have that seat at the table, which would be pretty huge. But were there any other reasons that you had? Uh, what are your like goals in mind for being a trustee? What do you want to have happen?
0: Well, my goals for my goals for being a trustee was what I said before: is to try to do something. Bring- uh, more attention, uh, get more people involved on an international level to get more membership involvement. You know, to be to be clear about that. Um, you know, I I know people on the slate. I, like I said, I've known Sean O'Brien since 2013. Okay, um, I'm going to give an example because every for every big example that there, there is a smaller example on a local level. Okay, people accuse him of doing stuff. People accuse other people, uh, you know, Bill Hamilton, other people of doing of doing stuff and being officers. You know, hopefully over the years you learn and you get to know people better. When I was a shop steward, okay, I was told and asked at nominations, which is the same thing as a delegate convention, to boo the shit out of the other slates. Okay. That was a long time ago, ten, ten, 10, years ago. Oh, there's my daughter screaming. Um, so I was asked to do stuff and I, and I did it because I supported the people that I supported. Okay. In retrospect, soon after that, I said, you know what? That was a big mistake. And I went up to the people that I, me personally, I made a mistake and I beat them off the stage. Okay, and said some pretty nasty things because it was all, you know, adrenaline rushing and everybody's pumped up and everybody's screaming and yelling because it was a nomination. And I apologized to them. And they were older than me, more experienced than me, and they understood where I was coming from. And they laughed, they shook my hand, and they accepted the apology. All right. All I can tell you is, and I've said this before on your show, um, soon after we won, we made our first road trip to um, national agreements panel and I sat down with Sean and with with Fred and they didn't talk about me running on the slate uh, Fred just basically brokered the meeting even though I had spoken to Sean O'Brien before we sat down we had a chicken sandwich and I said what's this all about and Sean said listen I just want to let you know I, I respect what you're doing I don't want there to be any animosity. I'm apologizing to you, you know, for any thing, you know, that I did in the past that was perceived wrong. I just want to have a smooth relationship going forward. So he basically did the same thing that I did, you know, years before. Um, there are really good people on on the Oz slate, you know, that I've known and got to know over the years from. You know, Fred Zuckerman to Juan Campos, Matt Taby, Tony Jones, Avril Thompson, uh, Willie Ford. You know, I speak to, um, you know, Dan Kane all the time. I, he knows I've had differences with his brother, okay? But I know he was on the show last week. Um, he spoke about solidarity and doing stuff for the greater good. You know, it's just like, it's just like us on a local level. You know, people, people thought that I was a loose cannon, that I was crazy, that I would get people in trouble, right? And now I have people, you know, shortly after we won and two years later saying, look, you guys winning was the best thing that ever happened. You guys are working your asses off. I had the wrong impression of you. I'm hoping that two years from now, the same thing's going to be said about some people on the slate. You know, I'm doing it with a good heart. I know other people are doing it with a good heart. Um, time will tell if, if the member if the membership believes it but you can't sit there and do nothing you can't live in the past you can't live on what happened at a delegate convention in 2016 you can't live in what happened in 2010 I have three people on my own slate right, that I disagreed with 100% we were always friendly with each other You know, after the initial BS, we were always friendly. We always disagreed fully with the way things were going on in the past. I reached out. I said, look, you guys are the right fit. We got to do something together to turn the local around. They agreed, and we move forward. But I'm not the kind of person that's going to live in the past.
2: Okay. Uh, Steve Varamma just said we're going to set up a... a, a he wants to set something up for two weeks from today, so we're gonna set that up.
1: Thank, thank, <laughs> you. thank you, Steve. I, I'm waiting for that. Yeah. Hey, call me. You got my number three four seven four zero three zero seven zero five. You can also, if you don't want to talk to me personally, you can also email me, and I'll email you back a confirmation date. Uh, the email is UnionPowerRadio twenty two eighty at yahoo.com uh you can email me uh we could set up a date for you Got for you for you steve to get on the radio i don't want to talk about anybody in your slate i want to talk about you why are you running for ibt a person that i have no clue of and probably a lot of members don't know who you are maybe you could explain to them who you are and who's your running mate which is uh is is his name? Yes. Ron Herrera. I want you to explain his credentials and and his uh and why he's running with you and why you guys were given the throne by Hoffa to hey, run. Sir. Yep.
0: Hector, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a couple more things before before I wrap this up or you guys wrap this up. Um some of the people that you're talking about, uh Steve Vama you know, is out in the West in, in Colorado, right? Don't know much about the guy. Um, Ron Herrera, met him a few times at national grievance panels. Uh, you know, all, all I heard about him was negative stuff. He's, he's extended his hand and um, said, listen, you know, I'm on this panel, I'm on that panel. Vinny, if you, if you need any help with anything, let me know. Okay, uh, I'm not, you know, um, What's his name out out in um California, Northern California, Marty Freitas, right? another guy he he listen, Marty Freitas, he's like the head of head chief Big honcho in Northern California. He's the guy that um, when when eight zero four strong took office and they went to their first grievance panel, he had the audacity to say that we finally have some real teamsters in charge of eight zero four, okay? I I laughed when I heard that. I've I've spoken to him on the phone several times. We're working together on the PVD case, right? So again, living in the past is bullshit. Going forward and trying to get the best team, not the best individual candidates, is is the thing that's most important to this international union. I'm going to step on people's toes because people have been screaming about bullet voting the same people that have been screaming about bullet voting have always said that bullet voting on a local level doesn't work bullet voting is bullshit. We run as a team because I'll tell you what, if we, if we bullet vote, there's chances of weird stuff happening, right? We, we run as a team, we win as a team. And if people don't like what they see, right? In five years from that election, they could make a change. I'm telling you right now, and you guys all know me, I don't keep my mouth shut. I can't keep my mouth shut. I must have some kind of Tourette's or some kind of problem with that, right? I am going to do everything possible to help and advance the members of the union and to grow the international union, just like I'm doing with the local. And like my team, my slate that I ran with, is doing for the local bullet voting is bullshit I'm in this because I want to make a change I feel confident that the people that I'm running with can make a change and I need the support we all need the support of every single member of local 804 the whole Northeast and then the whole country
2: well said well said Vin well said Vin um, I want to thank you Vin for calling in and giving us some time. Uh, we appreciate you as always. We appreciate you what you do for this local. We appreciate everything that you're doing and hopefully one day soon on the international level as well. Thank you very much Vin.
0: Is there anything that are going on 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 the local because you know, I like to put everything out there and uh, still people don't don't get the information. They don't you know, read. They're not on Facebook. They don't go on the website. So, can I just get a couple things out there? Absolutely. Right, so, you know, we touched on the safety aspect with the PVDs and everything else. I I really want to thank every single member out there, and it it almost makes me cry seeing, like, the change that's going on. You know, some people are like, oh, yeah, they're just drinking the Kool-Aid. Well, you know what? The Kool-Aid's really tasting good right now. Because there's... (laughs) so many members and stewards especially that I want to thank out there for holding this company accountable and grievances are getting paid you know the contracts being upheld it doesn't always it doesn't always happen quickly or quickly enough for us and for the members but the members of local 804 are doing a fantastic job in holding this company accountable okay wherever they turn they get slapped in the face with a wet towel, and I like it. Um, Tom LaMontanaro, I put something out there that he recently retired. Right, um, you know he did a great job. He was on the fund for so long. You know we replaced him. The company, of course, wanted to go, you know, out of um, out of the fund to try to get a different fund manager. That didn't happen. We replaced him with Mark Pantaleone. Who's been there for 20 years himself, and he was really Tom's right hand man for the last couple of years. So I want to congratulate Tom. We had we couldn't really have anything big because of this COVID pandemic going on, but we will eventually. You know, um, we the the fund, the pension fund is funded at 76.3 percent right now. That's during. A pandemic it, it still continues to grow and that's a great job by the fund managers who are investing all this money on the pension fund side uh, we are going to fight tooth and nail this upcoming 2021 for a reduction in copay and for dental implants I feel a hundred percent confident that we're going to get both of those things for the members of 804
2: all oh, right. Well done, Vinny. Well done. Is there anything else you want to add before you go?
0: Uh, no. I want to also announce that you know we always we always look for um, for talent. We always we always look for people that are really really good at doing their job and you know you know helping the union out. We recently just decided to keep Tommy Oliver on board for. Um, the rest of our tenure until you know until election time, at least, we'll see what happens after that. But um, he was hired. Um, the the uh, one one other thing I want to put out there is that you know again when we when we took office, the uh, general fund of the union was at it was down to I think four point five or four point six million dollars. Just this year, we've put back again during a global pandemic. We've put back five hundred and seven thousand dollars into it, and I believe it's up to five point seven something million dollars now. So in two years, we've put back over a million dollars into uh, into the general fund of the union.
2: Oh wow! Great job, Vinny. Great job. All right. Okay. Have- Pretty
0: much all I have. Thank you for the time.
2: Thank you and uh thank you uh Tommy Oliver. Tommy Oliver is a great member. He's done a lot of, a lot of good work. Uh I love Tommy to death. He's a great great dude and I appreciate you guys bringing him on cuz I know he'll do uh he'll do what's necessary for you guys. Good good pick.
0: Yep, he he is. He really he does his job well. You know, and that's that's it.
2: That's all that matters. All right, Vin, again, thank you for your time. The members appreciate you. We appreciate you here at Local 804, at at Union Power Radio, I'm sorry. We at Local 804 appreciate you. And uh, have a good rest of your day and uh, enjoy time with your family. I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody's getting better. And uh, take care and have a very happy holiday and a merry, merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas to everybody out there, too. All right, brother. Thank you.
2: And that was our principal officer at Local Eight O four, Vinny and Perone. Candidate.
1: So, uh, candidate as, for Trustee. Yeah, as he was on the phone, I was just reading this uh I don't know if this even even is uh Steve Viagra. That's his name. Steve Viarma. Viarma. I believe this is the My real English? Steve Viarma. You think so? I don't think so.
2: I think so. Yeah, I, I think because we're he's, get a he's point asking
1: from to compare this guy Peter Nugent. No one knows his record. No one knows what he's about. I know you wrote a big thing on on the informa- on the on the. Messenger, but who who's got time to read all the bullshit? I do. Why don't you call up? I, I, I want to hear members want to hear him if if it's really Steve. And I wouldn't even know if that person called because I wouldn't know his voice or anything because I never heard of this guy, uh, Steve. So, but he is running for IBT. Uh, principal officer. Uh I don't know if he wanted to, but I know he was handed it down by the officer. By Hoffer, Hoffer uh, picked him to be his, you know, successor. Successor to run for the IBT. I don't know if he was even thinking of doing that in the future, you know, before Hoffer's retiring. But I'm saying, if Hoffer wasn't retiring, he would not be running. So I, I, I don't, I don't get it. So you passed it. You you tell all right. I'm Hafa. I'm endorsing this guy Steve to run for the IBT. So what? That's what we need to know. We need to know what are you gonna do different from the Hafa, from Hafa, and and Ken Hall that you was passed, you was endorsed by Hoffa? Well, thankfully, he's reached out to us, and in two weeks, we'll be able to ask him. He ain't going to. I, I guarantee you that's not a problem. That's not a problem. I, don't I know. think
2: it is, Steve. Uh, I, I, I mean, he I gave so. he gave us uh, Peter Nunez's whole record here. It says he was appointed as a business agent. But anybody could do youngsters. that. I could do that on Google. Yeah, I guess. But uh, he so did say he'll re- reach out to us, and he put his number there. All
1: right, but what is what is that all about?
2: Well, he put his number on there, but I'm I mean, saying
1: he's he's putting out a thing for the trust his trustee that's on his slate. Well, he's trying let's to talk about you, Steve. Let's talk about your record.
2: He wants to compare his trustee on his slate. Okay, well, that, that's that's
1: different when Vinny Perone or uh, what's his name, um, Walter uh, Walter Kane? No, no, Dan Kane. Dan Kane is is on the radio. Maybe you should have your guy, your trustee, call in, and then you could compare who's gonna do right for the IBT records. Records, records. Where's your record, Steve? I don't know anything about you, and I don't. And I know a lot of members don't know anything about you. All we know that Hoffa said, "This is the guy I want to take over my my place." Okay, the the the, the Palace. That's all we know. We don't know anything about you. Maybe I don't know. I was endorsed by well, many because I am qualified. That's what he wrote well that's your that's what you think that you're qualified i don't know if you're qualified i'm a member i'm a dues paid member and all dues paid members need to know who's qualified or not qualified okay they don't know who you are here at the what the heck show you want to come here and get on the radio and let the people let the members know who you are and stop hiding do the hoffer sir you gonna know, they know transparency in hoffer world you know, show the members that you're not going to be that hoffa, that, that you're not going to be like them, that you're going to get into office and fuck the members. OK, and you're worried about your pockets. So you can call up the number here is 347-403-0705. I would love for you and Herrera, and I call him Mickey Mouse Herrera, because that's what he is. Okay, just because he's got the West Coast, he's, he's a con- council, he's got like fucking multiple salaries, multiple salaries. Okay, and a lot of people over there in the West Coast like him, don't know why, he's a fucking crook, whatever it is. But that's who you have running next to you. All right, so let's talk about that, Steve, if you are Steve, we don't fucking hold our tongues here. And union parade.
2: I actually hold my tongue. I would like to have to speak to you, Steve. I would like to speak to you. I'd like to see what your intentions are with the local, uh, like Hector with, says. With the IBT, uh, not a local. Uh, with IBT. I would like to know, like, what Hector's trying to say. Why was why were you appointed as a successor to Hoffa? Um, does a lot of people are trying to stray away from Hoffa, Mister Vierra? A lot of people are trying to stray away from that regime completely so for you to be running and a, being endorsed by him that is, was a
1: coward answer he just had just now right there he said the listeners can do the researches of course they could anyone could do researches everybody could do researches but they want to hear it from the horse's mouth so call up or let's make it let's make a date so the listeners can listen to what you gotta say steve and i ain't gonna say your last name because i got a joke about your last name vayama Well, Viama, I really do hope
2: that we can have you on the show in two weeks. Uh, I I promise you that it will not be as hostile as it sounds right at this moment. We will ask you questions coming from the members. Yes. Why is
1: it, why you feel is hostile?
2: The way you're talking right now is what a little the, hostile. What the fuck? This is the way I've been talking. Right, but we're trying to get the members to understand. What your, every is every candidate from. that comes here right. to this show yes. is
1: going to be asked the questions that every member want to ask. Absolutely. A lot of people don't want to ask the questions. I'll fucking ask the questions and I'll ask it the way I want to ask it. I like, wouldn't mean it's hostile. That's fine. no
2: hostile. It, it feels a little hostile, Hector. Really? Yes. So why? I, I mean, mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels that way. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Well, it's not about that, Hector. It's about trying to be professional and trying to get the guy professional to the for what? So that we can have him speak on What am merits. I going to be
1: professional for? This is my radio show. This is the way I do things. I thought I was a part yeah, of it. Yeah, oh, a part yes. of it. But you have your way of doing things, exactly, and I have my way of doing things. Correct. You know, when this is this is what what broke us, what broke me and Dave up okay. because Dave was one way, I was another way. He didn't like it. It was his stuff and and I did my own shit. I it. But at this show, we're gonna do it listen, you're gonna you're gonna be the way I am never gonna change you. I appreciate okay? that. Okay. <laughs> you're gonna be the one you are gonna be, but you're not gonna change me. And no one else is gonna I'm change. I'm not you. trying to change you, Heck. I'm just but saying. But you're saying it's, it's hostile. If we This want, is the way I am. If we want the the political
2: spectrum to call in the show and have their message, political across. spectrum. Yes,
1: these guys running for office, the candidates. They are they haven't but I'm saying For him to get, I've been trying to reach. This is what pisses me off. Go ahead. I've been trying to reach out to that camp and no response. All of a sudden, he wants to respond. He's probably not even him. I guarantee you, 110%, that's not even Steve. Well, he gave us his number. All right, we'll call. call. Let's call him now. We'll call him right now. Steve, we're just
2: going to call your number to see if it's really you. You can pick up the phone and you could tell us that you're willing to come on to the show. What's the and that's all we need. Uh, it's 303-477-1623. That's Mr. Viarma. That's the number. No, 23 or 27? That's 1623. 303-477-1623. We're just calling to make sure that it is you and that we could set up an appointment for two weeks for you to uh, call up the show. And we would appreciate Here it. we go. Here we go. Hector's ready.
1: Telephone. Telephone. Swinner, swinna swinna swinna, 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 swinna. Nobody's picking up. swinner, swinner, swinna, swinna. Hi, swinna. you've
0: reached my council three. Please leave a message and we will exactly. you back. Exactly. Thank Have you. Have a
1: great... Thank you. Wow. That's all I got to say. What did it say? I don't know. <laughs> Some uh, Chinese place. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Chinese, I've been, listen,
2: restaurant and and, and <laughs> I've been that's on I've been man. in this
1: game too long, so you think it's bullshit. So I know it's bullshit because if he was a professional enough, he will reach out to us via s- email without without going online. Oh. Uh. so he's that's what I said. I call your bullshit, and this is the way I I call this bullshit. He's put a number out there. We just called it, and guess what we got? Let's call it again. Let's, let's make sure the th- yeah. number's right. Yeah, ready? Okay, hold on. So the number you gave me was... 303. 303-477-1623. 4 Correct. Okay, let's call that again. And if
2: it is a Chinese restaurant, I'd like to order some lo mein. I'm going to order. <laughs> some boneless
1: bonus pairs Telefono. Suena, suena, suena. That was me. <laughs> Let's listen. Let's listen to Hello? Hey,
2: you've reached joint council three. Please leave a message and we
0: will
1: call you back. Oh, it's a number day. to the joint council. Joint council what? It's three. Joint council three. You're calling joint council three.
2: Yep, that's what it said. Mm-hmm. We're calling joint council so three. So why are you
1: giving me a number to the joint council? So is he give on- me a number to you. Do you know if he's on joint council? I have no idea. I don't know nothing about this guy. That's what I'm saying. All right. You so know anybody could have just made the name up and, and probably know the Joint Council 3 number and this is what it is. I can also do a check. I have a app in my phone. Our brother
2: Victor Avila says you're calling Joint Council 3 in Arizona. What's the number again? 303? 303
1: 303-477-1623. Yep, and let's see, let's search that number. And it says is is a Teamster number in Denver, Colorado. Uh, 10 Lakeside Lane Suite 2E. So, is a Teamster Council? It doesn't say what council, but it says in Denver, Colorado. Is, well, he, is he from Denver,
2: Colorado? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Well, later in the week, I'm going to call it, leave a message for him, and see if it's really him or not. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe
1: it's a ghost caller. So, Gemini and Tow Truck says, "Join Council 3, he is the president of that council. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, we got the number there. All right. So, But we'll I guarantee you, when you do call, I guarantee you, he was not on this show. He because wasn't. He didn't register, and he didn't he didn't he someone else is doing that someone
2: else is putting it yeah, up there. there
1: someone else is doing it mm. yeah it's interesting <laughs> but that's <laughs> i guess gotta, it
2: wouldn't be the first time you so so dealt with something so like that i've I, never no, had nobody it's like, always like somebody that. else but
1: even in our local we have guys that pretend to pretend to, pretend to be the other person you know or to pretend to uh uh take a uh, uh um an account from facebook and start writing shit and making them think come on man i've been through it it Listen, the way you do things, if you are Steve, Steve, I'm going to talk to you in a professional way. Thank you. Fuck you. <laughs> so my professional way is Steve. Say good night to the bad guy. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. <laughs> I Can I tell? Him, can I talk to him? So I'm Go to him? Speak to Steve. You know, to you know, like Howard Stern does. You know, he starts yeah. talking long. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to talk low like, to him, Steve. Like I do. Because I might be too aggressive. A little bit. A little bit. Too hostile. So, Steve. My number here at the radio station 347 4030705. We're off the air after 4 o'clock. If you want to leave a message or text me a message, I'll gladly appreciate your, your input on how, why you're becoming the IBT. God, manager. you sound
2: amazing. So now,
1: <laughs> if you don't want to contact me by phone, you can also email me at the UnionPowerRadio2280 at yahoo.com. Is that is that professional enough enough for you? That was very good. And it, and I held it up right. That was now, nice. Fuck you. <laughs> now I'm gonna show you. Call the motherfucker radio station, motherfucker. <laughs> I dare you. I triple dare you. <laughs> I I triple dare you exactly, motherfucker, motherfucker. Ouch, that one hurt coming. I back. can't call. I don't know him. I heard that he has no baggage behind him which is a good thing i i think but the only thing that is probably gonna hurt him that that he's Hoffa, being endorsed by Hoffa. yeah that he's being endorsed by Hoffa. and that's that's gonna be and then he's got herrera on his slate and and you know what i can't even blame him i can't even be because sean o'brien got some guys on his slate that mm-hmm uh-huh, mm-hmm is questionable also so but anyway it's a is you know we need what we really need is uh members to go vote we need members to go vote and and um and you know change this election that's what we really 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 need well that's it that's it for our show
2: today i want to thank all the listeners for uh, listening as always uh thank you mr Perone, vinnie Perone, for calling in vinnie as he likes to be called uh thank you for calling in and uh, and answering some of the questions of the membership as always you can hear us on spotify you can hear us on itunes you can hear us on google play you can listen to all the past shows on the problematic.com as well and we are here and we will be here every two weeks as always we've had many candidates call in including our own local 804 president vinnie perron we've had bill hamilton we've had uh, she, we had James Wright. We've had we had Lindsay set up for this week. She couldn't make it, unfortunately. Maybe she will reschedule. Uh, we have Steve Iyama saying he's interested in
1: being on the show in two weeks. That's uh, Hector says that may not happen. It may be full of. I wish it happened. Malarkey. I want it to happen, right. but I, I think it's a joke. I think someone is just making his name up, and I think that you know they just you know anyone can put the Joint Council number. It's just like me telling you call me at this number and I that's the whole number whatever but anyway thank you for listening to the what the heck show here on Union Power Radio we're here we're going to be the election radio station that like we're going to hear what's going on in the listen the election listen, radio station yeah. I like that so well for the year of 2020 so this guy if, 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 it's, if it's you Steve I would love to have you on this radio show and the members would love to have you on this radio show and we would love to have Herrera on this radio show, and everybody in your in your first seven executive board that you're picking, or what half a pick for you, because you're just the puppet that he put there. But anyway, we'll discuss that when he does call. And you know what? And if you feel uncomfortable with me being on the radio and asking your questions. No problem. If, I'm you, the producer. if you don't want any hostility. Yeah. I'm the <laughs> producer. I could stay off the mic and I can let Jamie and Tony go at you with questions <laughs> politely.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm sure <I> they <laughs> will still chime in. Yeah. Uh, as always, stay united.
2: Solidarity.
1: We're here to put the you. Merry Happy Christmas, everyone. We won't be back till after January. I will put it on Facebook what date we'll be back on the air. We're going to have a good holiday. Hopefully, blessed to all the families, all the members. Have a great Christmas, New Year's uh, Day, New Year's Year. Hopefully, 2021 is better for everyone. Health and, and new power. Happy and healthy New Year. God exactly. bless you all. Love you guys. Peace out, my brothers and sisters.
2: And as Mike Stokes just said also, happy Kwanzaa.
0: And Jamie Hayes. Union Power Radio, every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your hosts, Tony Rosario and Jamie Hayes.